New cracks at Mascot Towers. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here, and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I have my Stein of coffee, and I thought we'd have a look at this article from the ABC that is discussing new cracks revealed at Mascot Towers. Now before we jump to this, let's go over here to Google Earth and we will have a look, and I'll bring up my layers, of all of the construction issues I've noted over the last probably year around Australia and we'll zoom into Sydney and this is what I call the triangle of fail between Sugarcube Apartments, Mascot Towers and the Zetland. You also have the Joshua Apartment Buildings, Otter Roseberry, all of this area. This is all industrial land contaminated land that's actually all flowing down to Botany Bay. You can't actually drink groundwater from here. You're banned from taking it up. There's a lot of soil contamination issues, settlement issues, water table issues. And now we're having building after building here appearing with construction issues. I am a firm believer that one of the major issues resulting in all of these construction issues that we're not just having in Sydney. We're having, you know, altitude, Verve Apartments in Newcastle, we'll zoom out in Melbourne. I haven't got any in the Gold Coast, but I know there's some there over in Western Australia as well and in Brisbane. There's some fundamental issues with our construction industry and a big part of that is due to this. This little chart is just showing, just as a sign, foreign investment in construction. Between 2014 to 16, the medium density residential sector overheated significantly. There's a lot of foreign investment coming in. As an architect, I remember talking to clients who had potential projects and they were entirely funded by Chinese investors. What happens when you get a market overheating? Well, people service the market. People service it, let's just say, a little bit too fast. I'm quite concerned with the design and construct method for construction for buildings that people sleep in. I think perhaps we need to look at alternative ways to certify these buildings rather than just creating more civil servants. Did you hear that? I think the New South Wales Building Commissioner has now got 75 people. Let's see if that makes a difference. The problem is these buildings have already been built. You know, we've got 20, 30 years worth of disasters that are going to appear. We have all the fire cladding issues as well. So this is just going to be an ongoing problem. So when I read things in the media about buying off the plan, smart investments, reputable developers, I, I, I don't understand. Maybe it's because I'm too involved in the game. and I've, I've seen how people can cut corners. I've had it happen to me. And if you haven't watched it, have a look at my video about design and construct. I will link to it up above here if you're not familiar with the methodology. Because as an architect, traditionally you or the certifier of the traditional police but the problem is if everyone's working under the building that creates a conflict of interest so if you speak out or if you're critical you could lose work that's how i lost a big client you know it happens but you gotta you gotta pick because some people will just say oh don't worry just let it slide no one will know and now look at what we're seeing happening so let's have a look at this article new cracks at mascot towers could lead to falling bricks, a confidential memo reveals. That's very dangerous. Elements falling at height, well, that can kill people. 
Exclusion zones have been set up around troubled Mascot Towers apartment building in Sydney after new cracks were discovered in a brick facade. Engineers engaged by the building's owners corporation discovered the cracks yesterday and assessed there was a small chance of the bricks falling. A confidential memo obtained by the ABC was sent by the engineers to the building owners last night explaining what was found. The memo said there was a potential absence of cavity ties. Oh, shoot. Used to anchor bricks to a structure, which meant the risk of dislodgement cannot be excluded. Now, anchored, you even have them in, a, in every type of construction. Even in a brick veneer house, you anchor the wall just to the timber studs. Just a little strip to tie it back. This is worrying, guys. This is dodgy construction. This is this is concerning. It appears to the experts that the brickwork itself is taking unintended loads, which is causing cracking of that brickwork, the memo said. And that's the thing, most brickwork isn't meant to take a load except for itself. It's just a glorified rain guard. It was previously assumed that the brickwork facade would be safe from dislodgement based on the presence of cavity ties. Investigations have not been able to confirm tiebacks to the structure, so the risk of dislodgement cannot be excluded. So they may be there. They may be there, they just may not have been able to find them. But you think for such a critical element there should be photographic evidence of the process that has happened. But then again, you can't even trust that. They can put the ties in, take them out afterwards. I don't know why you would. They can put the Rio in, take it out afterwards. Pour the concrete to save money. That, that's rumoured to happen. We're seeing more and more and more of buildings where you're getting substandard people brought in to do the job of trades. And we're having the next big thing because we've had fire cladding, flammable cladding. We're having cracking. The waterproofing issues in these buildings. The next big thing is going to be fire separation between fire compartments due to inadequate concrete in these firewalls. That's the, that's what I'm hearing from people. That's that's going to be the next big thing apparently. I well, I'll tell you honestly, I steered my mother away from her apartment when she was downsizing. We were looking at some older ones from the 80s nothing new and in the end we just bought ourselves a little tiny what a duplex pretty much you know in a complex which is fine it's brick veneer it's simple you know what's the worst thing can go wrong it's been sitting there for 15 years what do you do you get some cracking here or there who cares rather that than tremendous structural issues where the building needs to be evacuated it said an urgent risk assessment was convened because the engineers considered falling bricks a high risk. The owners' corporation noti notified SafeWorks New South Wales, the New South Wales Building Commissioner, Fire and Rescue New South Wales, and Bayside Council last night. Crews from FRNSW were called to the building just after 10pm and an exclusion area was taped off. Security guards were stationed at the building overnight and a spokesperson, a spokesman from FRNSW, said more substantial hoarding would be put up today. The ABC understands the cracks are limited to the building's facade. In its member, the owners' corporation said it expected remediation works to take four to six weeks to complete. I mean, are we talking here? Are we talking along here? Where is it? Where are the bricks? That looks like brick. 
That's not going to be an easy repair. That's going to be an expensive repair getting up there with either scaffolding or you need, you're going to need to protect for fall underneath. Or you're going to, what, you can do it up on a, on a scissor lift? What are you be doing brickwork in that up there? It's not the first time cracks have been reported in the building. Well, no, it hasn't. I've got a lot of videos on Mascot Towers. Residents were forced to evacuate last June when substantial cracks were discovered in the building's primary support structure. The repair cost was estimated to be at least $10 million. In October, residents were advised those cracks had wide widened and new cracking had developed, which required urgent remediation to avoid a structural failure. The New South Wales Building Commissioner, David Chandler, said he wasn't alarmed by the new cracks and did not suspect there was anything too calamitous than we already knew about it. Well, yeah, it's not... There's much more significant issues to this building than this cracking. There's much more significant issues. This is a rather minor defect that's going to be a pain in the ass and cost a lot of money. If it's found that tires weren't put in, they should sue the builder. Sue the subby. Or seek your own independent legal advice. I'm told by independent experts that the building has reacted very well to the stabilization of the slope of the basement. So they're not reporting anything of concern to me, he said. So at least we're ending on some good news. At least we're ending on some good news. This is facade cracking. This can be addressed. It normally wouldn't make the headlines. Wouldn't get in the paper if it weren't for all the other issues surrounding this building. And just the tremendous lack of confidence people have in the multi-residential sector at the moment. But it just tells you. Tells you where the quality is, guys. What do you think? Would you be buying in any multi-res apartments? Would you be advising any of your friends? Do you have any investments in multi-res? Are you trying to exit that sector? Let me know your thoughts and opinions on the comments below. If you're a brickie, would you be putting the ties in or would you? How much does it cost? How much would you save not putting them in? Let us know in the comments below. Thank you to everyone who's watched. Take care. Please share, like, and subscribe to the channel. If you're a fan and want to help us, this is a little bit extra. We have a Patreon where you can support us with a monthly donation. You can also join here on YouTube and get access to emojis and badges. We have referral links for Independent Reserve, Amazon, and eBay for your crypto trading and consumer purchases. If you're going to do it, it helps chuck a few cents our way every time, and I really appreciate it. It doesn't cost you anything. We have merchandise at the highest success website, Pocket Squares, and finally, PayPal if you want to help support us that way. Thanks everyone, have a great day, and I will see you all in the next video. Bye for now.